Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Still dialing that in, but nonetheless, today I got Ryan Wheeler, most commonly known as Lambo Dad. Anything Lambo fam? I mean, what is everything you go by nowadays? It's kind of gotten all over the place because what okay. we found out was uh, Lambo Dad was really hard to sell merch for because it's right. like, you know, how are you gonna have your kid wearing like Lambo Dad shirts? Uh, so now it's Lambo Dad on Instagram. It's uh, Lambo fam. A little more marketable. Kind of, yeah, a little more marketable, and it kind of makes people feel, because I, I want people to feel part of it, because uh, I can't do the things I do without people. So, yeah, we went to Lambo Fam, and that's been sweet. It's a lot easier to, you know, for people to rock it and rep it, and yeah. So that's our YouTube channel, Lambo Fam, and it's Lambo Dad on Instagram. Yeah, you might have to get just a smidge closer. Come there. a little closer. Get, or you can just drag all... it, see if the mic falls off the table. That's half the adrenaline, half the yeah. fun. There we go. How's that? Yeah, we were like five or ten minutes into Eric's and we had to restart. <laughs> it's like he went through like why he hates the GTR or whatever, like all these different stories. Yeah, you know? and then it it wasn't. And then we just had to. We, we were just like, "Yep, this isn't working," so we had to redo it. Um, but yeah, dude, let's just jump right on into it. I mean, so we just got to talk about the new Lambo. The Lam- I mean, what, what's in the videos? What do you want to share so far? Dude, I share pretty much anything. We got what, a lot what headaches going on. do you have right now? Uh, right now we bought the. Lowest price clean title Huracan in the country, as far as we know. So lowest price uh, purchase price. We've now ran into some issues that we thought we knew about. We knew there was issues with the car. Um, I bought it from a guy that I know. We were all cool with everything. Everything was good. But now the things that he was told was wrong with it were not the correct thing. (laughs) Um, So it kind of went from like, I planned to put, like seven to eight thousand into this car right and then that would include like a 1016 rear carbon lip and some some things i wanted in it would uh, you do the hood i, I was gonna ask you this no no earlier. i'll just use uh that's the stack clear bra the stack carbon clear yeah because that's what i have on mine uh and the you 1016 makes nice hoods that fit but at seven or eight or ten thousand dollars it, yeah I, I could see where diminishing yeah. value and i smack i wrecked things i mean i wreck my cars i rally them i drive them hard so to me that's like not worth i love the look but i'm not looking to save i don't need to save you'll break a hood every rally yeah well you were on you were on crown west so i mean there was some demolition on that one i I, that so we've been we've been putting together the last three weeks my car's been in the shop fixing all of our damage from crown west so we had to put a radiator uh both condensers on the side had to be replaced all the clear bra on the front um, platinum got us all hooked up. We didn't replace all of the clear bra cause it, it's super expensive, obviously to yeah. pull it off and replace it. Um, but like the headlights we redid and it was insane to see, uh, I mean like my logo has like chunks missing out of it from the rocks. The windshield was demolished. So you had chips in like the clear bra too oh, yeah. for the, in the headlights. Oh yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, I think you posted it on your story the other day, didn't you? Yeah. Where I was peeling it off. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't believe <laughs> What I mean, clear bra like that right there would be a sales pitch for anybody looking to get clear bra. But that West, I mean, I'd heard like, man, like seventy people had their windshields, just yeah. chips or breaks across the board. Yeah. I mean, it's, so what was happening is when we were there was a run, you know, a, a speed limit run in between uh, the Salt Flats and the Vegas Strip. You could go as fast as you could go. I mean, it was wide open; you could see everything. It was 113 degrees. Yeah. Yep. But what happens is that is all that wind's coming across, and then it 
brings sand and gravel across, and then it drops it in those little grooves in the middle. There's a yeah. middle lane, uh, you know, for so if the rumble strips, strips, the rumble strips. Lanes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So those fill up with sand and gravel, and then when there's high speed passing, and you're doing x amount of miles an hour and you're still getting past kilometers per hour right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah sometimes yeah, yeah. it gets you know in the videos it people think it's miles per hour it's just kilometers so <laughs> but then what would happen is then they people would cut over and you got sticky tires yep and i mean it was like it would comp- hook everything everything and it was like getting sandblasted and i mean we had i mean over i don't know over five thousand little pits like the whole windshield was pitted from it yeah and uh yes yeah, so there were some people that I mean, had to replace front ends of their cars because they didn't have clear bra or just entire cars. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I know. Uh, I can't remember. Like, you know, Tony Yost. Well, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. one of his best friends, right? Or something yeah, yeah like we were just, uh, yeah, we were just, I was just with him. His car got destroyed. I, yeah. I mean, because he sends it. Like, every day was something different. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's like rallying. So that was, right. that was my thought with this car, this car, the, the white one. So we'll just call it the, yeah, that's the new one I got. Um, I kind of gone back and forth. I was going to maybe put some money into it and then flip it. Cause the market's so hot right now. Right. And then I'm like, well, I drove it all the way back from Atlanta and I'm like, dude, it actually is sweet. It, even though it doesn't have power steering right now. And like, that's one of the things we had to fix. Like the car drove sweet and like, I really enjoyed driving it. It's a, it's a six ten dash four. So it's got carbon ceramics and it's, it was just, it was fun to drive. And then when I got back, I'm like, okay, now let's get working on my car. And then it really quickly, just ignore me. I'm just fixing the mic. It's okay. <laughs> Can you hear all that in there? Uh, we'll find out. I mean, worst case scenario, I just cut my end. That's why I wanted to do two mics because I could have done it like how you had that, like the mic in the middle. But then it's like if something goes horribly wrong, it's like, well, fuck. You know, and you so, can't, you can't fix it. There's no saving like it. Yeah, it. it was worth the investment. Dude. I mean, this whole setup. I mean, it cost me probably close to a grand, but you know, yeah. worth it every penny. So it makes and my you life to easier. Do it mobile. This is sweet. Yeah. We're in my office, so. Yeah, super. Yeah. That, that was my goal with this podcast. I almost fucking bought a trailer, dude. Like, I was like, okay, let's pimp out a trailer. Dude, and that I, would be sweet. Well, like, I was looking at, like, cheap little RVs, you know, because I'm like, okay, I got a job. I got money coming in. Fuck it. Get in an RV. Let's go off road. <laughs> yes. Maybe down the line. Yeah. Maybe. We might be taking a, uh, on one of the rallies this next year, we might be taking an RV. Oh, I know about that. Yeah. 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 I, I was talking to him about yeah. it. We won't say who yeah. or what, but. Com- it would be completely. I, dude, dude, I told him be, straight up. He brings that fucking thing to tail the dragon. I mean, dude, we'll figure something out. It would be awesome. Get it wrapped. Have it all decaled up. Right. With a, with, a, with a certain beer. Yeah. With maybe something. Yeah, that's we were shooting the shit for a while. <laughs> yeah. It would be so awesome. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, back with the, so the white hurricane. I mean, I was thinking about yeah. just flipping it, uh, you know, cause the market's so hot right now and I got it for a very a fair price. Uh, and now I'm, with what the market's done, I'm like, man, I should sell my 580 because that car's too nice to be destroying, rallying. It's low miles. Right. It's a 580. It's specced well. It's got evil wheels on it. Like, it's a nice car. So, I don't know. As you know, we just kind of talked about this. Uh, I've had a guy who saw the car getting worked on at Eurotech and was like, hey, dude, I want to buy that. And I'm like, yeah, for, for sure. Gave him a number and he's like, sweet. Yeah, I'm in. And we got talking a little more and he like shook my hand. He's like, yeah, dude, consider it done. You just let me know when you're ready. Anybody I know? Um, I don't know. In the car community or not really? Not really. He's got a Gallardo now, a black one. Is that, is that the dude that I always see in the cars and coffee chat with the handicap placard or no? No, I don't there's think There's always so. a guy. There's apparently. Steve yeah. Wren. He's young. He's a little young little, little hustler. He's, yeah, he's super cool. We had to, we had to, he's a, 
he was a blast to talk to. He's super smart. So he's upgrading to a Huracan, huh? Yeah, yeah. And he's just been Ideally. like all cool about it. And then I kind of like not really talked to him anymore because I was kind of like, eh, I kind of like having two. Two? Because <laughs> I don't really know what's going to happen with the other one yet. And then uh, he messaged me and we talked yesterday. He's like, yeah, I'm in. How's tomorrow sound? Or how's, how's Tuesday sound? I'm like, oh, crap. So that's check. why I hit you up today yeah, or, yeah. or yesterday, late last night. Or maybe. I think today. it was last night. Yeah, it was like late. Dude, yeah. I just realized I don't have any actual photos. Everybody right. reaches out and they're like, hey, let's do photos with your car. And it's always like, yeah, that's great. That'd be fun. Um, but I don't have a ton of time, especially in the summer. And then a lot of times the shoots go where they're like, well, we, I've got a place, you know, in Coon Rapids that I like. And then I've got one in Minneapolis that I like. And it's like, well, I'm in Hudson. Yeah. Yep. And I have a phone and a camera. Like I can get pictures of my car. Right. Although I would like to spend the time because I do like getting to know other people and all that. Right. It just hasn't, it just oh, doesn't dude. make sense. I don't put uh, yeah. any sort of, but now all of a sudden thinking about this car being gone, I'm like, oh shoot. You don't have much. We need it. something sweet. Well, dude, uh, I quit barking up that tree years ago, right? Because, like, you know, when I, especially, like, you know, when I was a hustler young, early on in the car community, I mean, three years ago was what, you know, three years. But uh, a long time, though. But then I was like, you know, I always wanted to shoot with everybody. I'm like, oh, man, one day I'm going to shoot with, you know, Lambo Dad. It's going to be the coolest thing ever. I'm going to get so many clients because of it. It's like, and now I'm just like, you know, fuck, I'd just rather be friends with the guy, chop it up, you know, on the podcast, you know, whatever. Uh, But then I was like, okay, he hit me up. Okay, let's do it. Might as well. Well, that's what it is, dude. It's like it's building relationships, not the so many right. people, especially the young. And I love seeing the young like hustlers in the car community. But then you get the guys who network for the sake of networking, you know? Yeah, yeah. For for what is in it for them, right. what can they do to what can they what value can they get by getting you to comment back? And we've had some I've had yeah. some run ins with some people and some some other rallies that you know, came across super cool. Everything was all good. Oh yeah. I was, I was super pumped about it. And, um, and, and then it just like, gets weird. It gets weird. Cause then they're like, Hey, we need to put library on your car. I'm like, Oh, well, I, I'm not even sure if I can do it yet. And that rally, I have three rallies in between now and that rally. I'm not, well, we need it for promotional stuff. I'll just pick your car up. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> um, that's not how this, that's not how it works. That's not how this is transaction works. And then real quickly, you could see that they were, you know, and then kind of the way I was talked to, you know, telling me, don't leave me on red, that kind of thing. And that, that right away, I'm like, dude, I am swamp busy. Like the first thing in my life is my, I have, I have kids. Right. Uh, number those one. Are number one. I have a wife. And number that's two. right up there. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right up there. Like those are. One and those, a half. Those, yeah. <laughs> Only if she's going to hear it, you know, then yeah, we'll put her up there. But, (laughs) but like, so that, that's what, that's my priorities are my wife and my kids and anything else. Like I don't, I'll skip anything. I don't care if we've already paid. I don't care any of it for my wife and my kids. And then I have multiple businesses I'm running. So when they're like telling me the time frame where they need me, they're demanding it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going, well, hold on a minute. Like, so that's uh that is one thing though, but I think the the kids that stay around and keep doing it, I, I think figure that out pretty pretty I think, quick. You know, I have noticed that because uh, like I said at Agave earlier, um shout out to Paul. Yes, um amazing. <laughs> we'll we'll mention that six, seven more times. But uh, <laughs> but like this community is a revolving door. And I I remember talking to one photographer uh who told me like, you know, I, I, I he was just feeling me out. He's just wanted to see where I'm at in a car community. Uh 
And he, you know, if I'm going to stay here, okay, I have to start charging a legit price. Cause I, you know, represent all photographers. Cause some guys just come in, they, you know, make a quick buck or shoot for free and then, you know, mess it up for everybody else and then leave. I didn't care about that. But like, that was one of those things that like he pointed out, it's like people come and go all the time. Yep. So it's like, like you said, sometimes you figure it out. Sometimes you just don't. Yep. Yep. And that's what, dude, I had a lot of people that would reach out for a while there and they're like, dude, let's, let's get rollers. Let's get photos. Let's get this. Uh, yeah. I want to use this for, I want to add, they'd always have they add to their portfolio, whatever that, whatever. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, yeah, cool. Here's kind of my availability. And if we can make it work, we'll make it work. And then there was a couple of them where they like told then they told me, here's what time I can shoot with you. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, that doesn't work for me. And they're like, well, that's when it works for me. I'm like, oh, no big deal. Like not I told you, I'll show all. up. Like today I texted you, I'm like, I'll make it work. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, not a big deal at all. I know that my time is, it's, it sucks. I wish I had more free time to do this, but that's, that is what it is. No big deal. We'll, we'll hit, we'll catch it later when it works. And then I'd get somewhere. It was like the next day and they're like, Hey, how do you want to pay? I'm like, well, hold on. You reached out to me and you said you'd like to do photos with my car. Yeah. And you told me where I needed to be. And then I had agreed to still do it with you. And then a day before you want 350 bucks for a photo shoot. I don't care about your, no offense. I see the car every day. Right. You don't need the photos. I don't need some people had that mentality. Like some people, like, 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 for example, you hit me up for this shoot because you want to have some photos of the car, just some kick and we got some kick ass stuff today. I'm super pumped. But like at the end of the day, like I, I realized that maybe like a year and a half, two years ago, I'm just like. These guys don't need photos. You know, people would always ask me, what, what do they do with the photos? I'm like, fuck, put on Instagram for some likes. Really? Why do they care about likes? They already, you know, have this car, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. But it's, and I do get the other side too, because that's right. Because it's like, I would be the number one person to tell you, like, you can't work for free. Yeah. You know, and then it's, and then it's. So it's a delicate balance. Yeah, because I, I can't say you can't, don't work for free and then, you know, expect you to do it for free. Yeah. Uh, and that's what weird idea. I'm like, dude, we got to, we're going to pay you something. I give you at least a hundred bucks for right. rolling out and, yeah. And, catch it. Like I know that this takes your time. Yeah. But then when you build the relationships with, you know, like I work with Anthony D, uh, I don't know if mm. you follow any of his stuff through my, I don't know if I do, he's shooting with like lazy or with, uh, uh, bone thugs now and all that. But yeah, he's always been, he's hit me up, dude, we're going to do this crazy video. I need a Lambo, a snowboard, a Santa suit and all this <laughs> stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in hundred percent. I'm right. in whatever you want to do. He's my homie first. So there's never been, a transactional, like I show up and do stuff for him for his yeah. projects. And then when I hit him up, like, Hey dude, I need this. Yeah, I got you, you know, but that's not how it always works. Cause so many of them want the, the transactional part. Doesn't, doesn't transact correctly, you know? Right. And, and that's tough. And, and I've seen it in a lot of the, the car scene, you know, but I, and I also get that like people can't work for free. Well, there's a dude. And Sometimes it goes beyond the money sometimes. Like, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes it's not just about a hundred. Some people are playing like the long, long game. Yep. Um, but I don't know. Here and one thing I want to touch on the portfolio, just because you triggered something in my mind. Uh, I think it was Cars and Coffee back when you used to go to Cars and Coffee. Um, there yeah. was a photo when you had the gold camo wrap on there. You yep. and Grady, and you guys loved the shots. Like you guys hit me up. And that's how I built my portfolio. The first two years or year and a half, whatever it was. Dude, I wasn't asking for people for shoots. That happened after I got them photos from the show. My my here's my tactic. Hey, what's your email? What's your phone number? I'll give you the full resolution. You know, because if you send it through Instagram, it's dog shit. But yeah. 
But then I, I realized like, dude, I could totally build a business off this, build a relationship. If not, they get two, three cool photos. It's all good. Either way, everybody wins. But so much of that is like, you know, just reaching out to people. It's like, hey, let's shoot. And then be like these ghost charges after. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people doing it that aren't good at it, which there's, is there's that too, which is totally it's cool. It's a growing pain because, dude, you have to learn like, dude, I suck at I still suck at YouTube. I still keep doing it. I still keep putting it out there. And that takes but I'm not I'm not out asking people to pay me to do YouTube. So when, you know, these kids would reach out and then all of a sudden they're like wanting to take money from me for a photo shoot they asked me to do. I'm like, well, and then I look through their pictures. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I could take those. And now there's nothing against it. Dude, you got it. That's how you start. I mean, you got to grind. You got to learn. But like you said, go get a whole shit ton of pictures. Really develop it, dude. And some, really yeah. learn what you're doing and go sit and spend the time on YouTube and learn and then pick up your own YouTube style. University, baby. Oh, yeah, dude. It's it's going to crush. One of my I mean, favorite photos ever was of Moe's GTR when it was black, boosted yep, Minneapolis. Yep. It was in my old point-and-shoot camera. It was, we were in the middle of a tunnel in Minneapolis blocking traffic. It was early morning, thankfully, so you know we only blocked one car. And I'm just like, dude, this is so early on. Like, those are, some of those are my favorite photos. And this is like when I was first starting out, all because, like, you know, I just took the time, you know? Yep. So I don't know how we got into the whole photography. Dude, one of my favorite scene, pictures but... I have of my car was at a photo shoot mm-hmm. for someone was shooting my car. And it was next to a puddle. And I took it with my iPhone and I went down. Oh, when, with Jared? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When Jared was down there, I remember that photo. Senior, yeah. I think he was doing. Someone's senior pictures or yeah, someone yeah. was learning. Uh, oh, who was that? Was it Alex Gutsky, maybe? Oh, uh, may- that sounds familiar. South, Southern, because there's. I haven't, I haven't talked to that guy in a while, but yeah, I think I, think I don't remember. One of them, because one of them's got, is a YouTube, does the YouTube stuff with the, with the, he's got the Evo now. He's in our group. That's an Alex. Right? That's an Alex, but I don't know if, dude, he, he's, that, he's that not Gitsky's a high school like, senior. <laughs> right. No, but the Alex, I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, we were doing that, and like I like snapped this picture. And it's like, it's like it's my favorite picture of, my, of that car. Right. And it was on iPhone. I watched Jared from that was doing that photo shoot. I watched some of his pictures that he'll take. I'll be with him. I'll watch him take these pictures. I'm like, what in the world did you take that? The same phone you've got. I'm like, Wow. So. Dude, I be, and I, I bet you, if I really wanted to, I could probably sell my camera and just do it with an iPhone. I mean, it won't be, it'll be like ninety percent of the way there. Yeah. I, I, sometimes I just want to challenge myself, see like how good I can be with a fucking iPhone. Well, dude, there's guys on YouTube that just crush it, and I mean, they're yeah. they're like three years, they're five hundred thousand subs. They're like, yeah, I better buy a camera now. Yeah. Excuse me. Dude, some people have in the community like you know five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars worth of gear, and I'm just like, you know, if you just put some of that into like a YouTube program, you. Be twenty times better. Yeah, but that, yeah. I don't know. I did that whole thing. I swapped. I worked with Human, Humanari, mm-hmm. Human TV, and I mean, was he eleven million subs when I was working with him? Hired him one on one, and first thing he said was, "Sell all your gear, get rid of all of it, and go right. to Sony, buy a Sony A seven III, buy this lens, this lens." I did. I dropped like six Gs. I did everything he yeah. said to do, and I absolutely hated it. I didn't know how to use the camera. I didn't know how to shoot and. Manual mode. I didn't know how to do anything. Oh, yeah, I remember I'd even see you playing around with it sometimes. Dude, trying the camera to figure was it like 8,000 pounds. Like, <laughs> how are you going to hold it in front of you in a car while you're driving? Right. Like, so I just went back to those Canon M50 mirrorless. I've, and 
I mean, I have two of those, a drone, GoPros, all the stuff, and I'm at a third of the cost. And the M50 put, is that like a little like point and shoot one? I think like, no, it's a small a, you one, right? Pull the lens off and stuff. It's a, it's just a, I don't know, it's a mirrorless. Yeah, yeah, but just on, it's on the EOS. Uh, just a little smaller though. Yeah, it's smaller. Yeah. It's lightweight. Which for what you do, you know, you you want that lightness. Yeah. You want the mobility. Like I mean, a seven three is great. It's still a fairly light camera compared to my hog I got out there. But it's yeah. But imagine holding the camera you've got and like vlogging with it for. Oh, dude, I tried it for two minutes. Screw yeah, that. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. And that's to me. I'm not, and then I noticed that my content then went to shit because. My, I didn't have the patience to the upper body strength. Yeah, and I was just <laughs> mad. I was annoyed by it, and then the video was never good. And I was always too close because you can't hold your camera out. And right. So I just went back to what I was comfortable with, and then right. And I just quit putting because I gave it like two years, one solid year. I committed to YouTube like hardcore, a video a week, with all the tags done correct, the everything I could do down to the T. And and I mean, you know, we got ten thousand subs in that year but they all came in you know basically two videos three videos when you buy a limo from stradman right yeah that helps that'll help a lot but yeah so now i'm and, and i took a break from it for most of the summer and focused on you know like making money um and then actual money yeah, yeah. like real money you know because <laughs> the YouTube thing it. was like sweet it seemed like it was gonna be cool especially because i'm like dude if i could get to where i made 10 grand a month and i was filming like could do video like that's for it to fund itself. Yeah. yeah, I could. Which is a I dream for everybody. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's way more work than they make it seem. Oh, dude. Like, even like when I'm putting out content for a whiplash, I'm just like, I need to hire someone. This is a lot. It's a lot of work. Do yeah. content. So that's that's this winter. I take the winters pretty much off. Uh, never off. I'm, I'm just as busy, but not with my main business. The roofing my, and yeah, all that. Yeah. The, yeah. So the commercial construction then shuts down for the winter. Um, so we'll be shut down from now pretty much until, I don't know, whatever it ends up being. You know, I got to complain March, for a second April. because you roofers, you guys get the whole fucking winter off and I'm like, Oh great. He's in Hawaii now. Oh, Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, <laughs> but my money stops also then. There's that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm not clearly, I like, I don't make super sound financial decisions cause like I own two Lamborghinis right now. Um, and that's, where's the other one, by the way, uh, the other one's at beer tech right down the street. It's like two miles. Okay. He's got a dyno and everything. Uh, So he's got it ripped apart. Okay. Yes. The motor's got to come out up, not quite out, but it's got an oil pump leak. Oh, it's got that going for it too. Yeah. We were told it was the trans pan. Uh, it was the oil pump housing, uh, which is not, I mean, it's like a $30 part. Right. But the motor has to come up and out of the yeah, car. So, yeah. yeah. And then it'll go. All the fun stuff. It'll go. We'll get that done. We'll get the carbon parts for it. We'll get powder coating done. And then it'll go to be rogue. And then it'll be the season will be starting. And we'll now have the cheapest purchased uh, clean title Huracan that is now worth retail because we've put all the money into it. So I'll have way too much money into it. It's not going to go as. What as are you planned. doing at uh, be rogue? Uh, Are you sharing that yet? We're not quite sure. The car's got a lot of miles. How, so how many miles? Ninety-eight thousand. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that's it's a Huracan. It's basically a, the Civic of supercars. But yeah, so that it'll hold. That was part of the reason I was so excited about this car because I'm into that. I wanted to get my Gallardo to a hundred thousand, and now to have this and 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 it is. I mean, it was compression tested. It was checked out. I mean, the car checks out yeah. good. It, we got in it and drove it from Atlanta all the way home 17 hours yep had no real issues 
So that you knew of. <laughs> yeah, that we knew of. I mean, it was having issues, but they're they're not terrible for hundred thousand miles. I mean, the motor and trans is good. Um, and I don't know. I think it'd be awesome. I want to. I mean, I'll daily it. See if well, that's why you got is so you could beat the shit out of it without, yeah. without losing a ton of value. Yeah, because I mean, it's pretty much bottomed out. If I can get the rest of the work done that needs to be done at a reasonable price, I mean, I'm never going to lose money on the car. Right. Unless I wreck it. And if I wreck it, it's insured for replacement value. So right. I think we'll do all right, no matter what. I think so, we're going to do all right. How, yeah. <laughs> how many miles does did uh, Gallardo have before he gave it to Justin? Uh, right around 50,000. Dude, I if he keeps that car, I mean, doing what he does, yeah, he's gonna take it up to a hundred thousand, no problem. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, and it's he's done an awesome job with. Dude, I, so I like good. that. I like the wrap that he did. Yeah, so so good, and he fixed all the things. To me, that was never like I don't I don't like stock wheels. I don't like I don't like making a car for me. But then when I saw him after I saw the car done, how he did it, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I don't usually I don't really miss cars because. I don't care. I'll get different ones. You'll get it back. But that one, I'm like, oh, man, I should have done that to that car with some wheels. That would be my only thing I'd do different. But he's very – he likes the subtle, the nice black, you know, LP wheels. They look good. I just like gaudy, loud stuff. Dude, I, I and I, I will take this with me to the grave. I've always I, – I love that Louis Vuitton rap. I know it was like it was you, you either loved it or you hated it. Yeah, I, and the people that hated it were so loud. They were yeah. so about telling me to kill myself and dude. Yeah. yeah. When that video, when that picture of it, when that rap got done and it went, it went viral. Yeah. And like, what is it? The street car and super street, whatever they all shared it. And it was like, you know, rate this Lamborghini one through 10 or yay or nay. And dude, and you got zeros or tens and dude. And then I'd have like, I mean, we had like a thousand messages that were, you know, I mean, the Just hashtag brutal. started trending how to wreck a, how to ruin a supercar and that started trending in the comments of the one and it at that time had you know five or six hundred thousand impressions right away like within a day or two yeah and it ended up going at, so then i went in there and i hashtag uh i wrote the book because they were saying like uh just talking shit about hashtag how to wreck a supercar and they're like yo you could have a you should write a book called how to wreck a supercar <laughs> or they all this just shit talking. And then that's, I was like, hashtag, I wrote the book and then that took off. And then that went, it was, dude, it was nuts. But the hate, I mean, I was ready to get off social media altogether. The oh, dude, it's brutal, insane. dude. Some yeah. people forget that you're an actual person sometimes. And I don't know why I was leaning this far earlier. Dude, my neck is starting to come out. It hears me just fine from here. Um, oh yeah. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> you're what chilling. To, yeah. We're good. Yeah. No, you're, you're good there. I'm just looking, I was leaning all the way over here and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going uh, to have stiff neck tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, dude, I, I remember you were telling me like some of the stuff, like, you know, like the YouTube comments, like you would reach out to these people too and just be like, hey, yo, what's the beef? Yeah, so I would go and I had to, I got into, once I realized I wasn't going to stop doing what I was doing and my wife was like, I'm literally going to delete everything. She didn't want anything to do with it. She hates it. She yeah. wants to go find where they live and, and she doesn't want to do nice things to these people because she's like, dude you know, this is my husband. What are you doing? Like, you don't even know, like, you know, nothing about him. How can you say that? And it's like, dude, that's internet trolls. That's, that's trolls. just how it goes. Yeah. That's what happens. And when you look at, and you talk to people who are doing anything, they all have them. But that part's really hard. I'd never had haters of any sort. 
And then when I started getting them, I'm like, holy shit, how do people deal with this? And then you get used to it, you know, and then you, you just get tougher. And you either you get just, tougher or you just don't care just half don't, the time. Yeah, or you just pull back and you don't don't try to do anything different, you know. Uh, but, yeah, dude, we would – I had – I got into a thing. We would, I would spend hours and I would go and I'd find these people that wrote these nasty comments, usually talking about killing myself or killing, I should be killed or murdered and all that. Whatever they would throw in there. Whatever yeah. it was that was nasty. Right. And I would go and I'd find their profile. Most of the time they had like, you know, 150 to 200 followers, a private profile, and I would follow them. And then if it was an open profile, I would like every picture in their thing. So I would like all the pictures first. And then I'd follow them. So their whole feed would be Lambo Dad, Lambo Dad, Lambo Dad, Lambo Dad, Lambo Dad, Lambo Dad, Lambo Dad. And then it would say Lambo Dad followed you. Well, then when an account at that time, I had like 30 or 40,000 followers. Well, they'd look at that account and they'd be like, holy shit. Dude's got like 30,000 followers. Why is he following me? And then I'd go write something positive on like their first, their last five pictures. Yeah. And I didn't care what it was. It was a piece of shit Honda Accord clapped out. And I'm like. Hey, sick car, you know, I, I've always been a Honda fan. This thing's going to run forever. Good Which, choice. I mean, you have been a Honda fan always. Dude. It's true. Yeah, so that's what, when I would get these Hondas, people were like, what, why are you even talking to me about the Hondas? I'm like, dude, just because I have a Lambo, like, this is my, this is my oh, jam. Yeah. Dude, the Hondas are my jam. And uh, so I would do this, and I would, uh, and then they'd follow me, and then they'd message me. Like, dude, I didn't know you were even a real person. I'm yep. so sorry. And Dude, I've got to this day, I have people that follow me that came from talking shit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize you're a real person. I'm like, well, who gives a shit? Like, that's how you talk to people online? Like, really? Like, that's a, but that's, that's, that's a real thing. Dude, internet trolls are a real thing. And there's people that just get off on trying to make you feel, now I just, I'll block, block, later, block, block, block. Just move on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Could care less. I don't care what. You know, some of the stuff gets to me still when there's every once in a while there's that one little thing. Yeah. Or I'll be in a mood. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, let's go. Let's go find out some dirt on this person. And, and there's a couple of local people in the car scene that have made a, made some noise. And then it, you run. I called that them. person out too, as what? well. Cause just cause I, was, I was getting some, uh, the, the, and I, I think I know who you're thinking about. Uh, Probably they were putting some comments or whatever. And I, maybe it was in jest or whatever, but I'm just like, dude, you don't know me that way. Well, what's the beef? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, oh no, we're good, we're we're, we're square, but yeah. yeah. I had a couple of them, um, and like I'd run in, I'd I'd end up places where they were, they'd be gone, they'd instantly take off, yeah, head out. But then they'd talk shit to people that I was actually friends with, and then they'd tell me, and then they'd be like, yeah, dude, I asked them what their problem was, and and that's the thing is they're all talk, and then they get behind a keyboard, and yep, they're super tough, and then in person they're. Most of the time you don't see them in person if they're going to talk shit because if you're smart, you don't. I mean, it's not not that anything's going to happen. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm 35 years old. I'm not out trying to fight people. Like, I don't know. Out. You're a scrappy fella. I, mean, I could <laughs> if we had to, but I mean, if, that's, if not what I'm look, that's not what I'm looking for. Like, yeah, it's, it's just not it's worth It's uncomfortable it. enough. Yeah, I can't imagine talking shit to someone then running into them like, oh, awkward. Oh, hi. Like, you know. Yeah. Everything I say, I mean, I, I don't talk much garbage nowadays uh yeah. <laughs> just because it's not even that i'm worried about anything it's just not worth my time because yeah. then it ends up into a whole facebook feed and I, I i used to cover sometimes for my business partner because he was a little uh more hot-headed than i was mm-hmm. uh so sometimes i'd have to you know jump in there 
or my former business partner, I should say. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Just yeah. like, it, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough. And it's, uh, and same with like the, so I don't know, you probably know more about the photog world. I don't even know what a photog is. I, I hate young, that term with a passion. I don't even per- know personally. What, it, what it means. Yeah. But there's like these groups, these Snapchat groups of the local photog, and they're young, young yeah. kids. And I had some of them, they were making fake accounts. Mm-hmm. And then they would like tag, like check out, it looked identical to my account. And then they'd say, check out my YouTube. And one of them, it went to like child pornography. Yeah. Just something And that's wild. where I drew the line. And that's, and I ended up finding out exactly who all of them were. Um, Cause they're dumb. They're, they're just not intellectually smart when it comes to how to keep, as soon as one of them gets kind of called out and is like nervous and panics, they instantly rat on everybody. They're an open book. They send screenshots. They, anything that gets them out of the center of attention. Yeah. And I'm, it's, they're so easy to see through and they're so easy to get through. And I called one of them personally that had made a fake account about me and told them that the number, that this number came back when I backlogged the IP address completely. Which you don't expect a 35 year old guy who has other things to worry about to know how to do. Right. But then when you start putting stuff in there and talking about my kids and and then putting like a link to a gay porn site or a child pornography site. That's, you know, and, there's certain lines you just like, yeah. And that's where just I don't like, want to cross. Correct. And, uh, and it was all good. And I didn't, I didn't call anybody out big, like openly no, on Instagram. You don't want to make it public. Yeah. Right. But told them like, you ever do that again? I know who you work with. I know the photos you take. And, and they're actually a couple of them were like super connected. Like yeah. they're very well connected for being young. And I admire that. Like for these young kids that are getting after it like that, but then keep the rest of your shit in check a little bit. Quit. Yeah, and that comes as you mature. Like, dude, especially like sometimes when I look at like what I did when I was like 16 or 17, I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, geez. Well, that's how you and me met. That's, oh, that dude, was... dude, that's one of my favorite stories to share. At least, I mean, I don't, I don't know how in depth I go. I basically, you know, I admit to it. I'm like, listen, you know, I, I basically called out three Lambo owners uh, for suddenly getting a bunch of followers. I didn't know how you guys did it or whatever. You know, uh, I believe it was like some sort of like celebrity endorsements. I don't know. some marketing thing. Yeah. I, I, I didn't care enough for the details to remember, I guess that that's not the meat and potatoes of the story. I'm still friends with, uh, Keaton to this day. Yep. I mean, I don't talk to him as much just cause you know, he moved out to Vegas or yeah. whatever. Killing it out there. Dude, killing Sweet. it, dude. Sweet. That yeah. guy's awesome. I, yeah. He's, he's just a good time. Uh, and then obviously I'm friends with you, hence we're here. And the third one, I I don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, and I I keep yeah. cool with everybody, but that was like when when that it came across, I'm like, because people were messaging you, yeah, like, people were calling you out, screenshotting it, and uh, and I looked and I'm like, fucks this kid think he is? Yeah. Like first of all, hit me up, <laughs> and I can explain to you exactly what right. what I was doing and what my plan is. Because the plan for my Instagram was way bigger than getting a quick 30,000 followers. Right. I, I could go get 500,000 by tomorrow. It all depends on who right. you know and what way you want but to do it. But where's the value? Yeah. Correct. And now it's completely changed how Instagram works, how everything works. Yeah. And, and I would never I would never build a following that way again because it's not a real legit good yeah. way to do it. But there, it was nothing, nothing I was trying to hide. But then I mean, yeah, I remember when you called me, I remember pulling over into a parking lot, like, dude, fuck this dude. Yeah. He wants a piece of me. Like, 
Who's he think he is? Like, I don't even know this dude. No, you called me out. I think it was like, uh, like shadow. What was the term you used? It was a good term. Like it was like shadow. Like I can't remember what it was, but what's that? The when like a, like it was like a shadow call or a ghost like something. It was a good term you used, and it, it like rocked me. I'm like, oh shit, like, he's onto something here. Because like I was direct but indirect. Yeah, you know, it was kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah, it was super obvious, but it was it was super obvious for. Some people, and then some people would just not have a clue. Right. Because it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like you were tagging us. Right. But, but people had like a, a idea. Subtle, yeah. And it was all it was the a jab. in that in that scene of people knew exactly, you know. Yeah. And then I had, because what, the part that pissed me off is then I had these kids that like messaged me all that the time. That blew you up about it. Yeah. And they're like, dude, they're like, I didn't know you bought fake followers. I didn't know you were like that, man. Yeah. And I got all these people like talking shit. I'm like, well, first of all, like, let me explain to you. And also, if you'd like, I could help you build your Instagram following. And it helps you get in front of people right. that you usually would not get in front of. Because however you get them, it's it's a false sense of, of, uh, of I mean, relevancy that you get for. And it was different. Now, how, how many years ago was that? I think it's probably like two and a half, three years now. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I'm coming up on four, I think, of being involved in the community since I made Monoxide. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it was probably like three years ago. And, um, but yeah, and it was crazy. And then, and then, you know, I remember you being like, dude, I didn't, but then we had an actual conversation. Yeah. We didn't have to just talk shit. I'm like, dude, fuck it. What's your number? Like, like, cause we talked on the phone. I don't think we talked on the phone at that point. Did I, I think we did. I think it was just a long or an, series of or texts. Was in, or was there an Instagram voice call? Oh, it might've been. Cause I, I know I didn't get your phone number until about a year ago. Yeah, maybe that, that's when I made on... your name Ryan Wheeler with an exclamation point on accident. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck it. I, I don't want to delete this. I, it's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, I remember because I and, and maybe we didn't talk at that. You know, we talked. We ran into each other then. I think we eventually ran into each other. Yeah. And, and we, we chatted about... then. And, and it was everything got squashed because, you know, you didn't bitch out and you actually talked to me. And no, you... I realized I was an idiot. I, I, I quickly realized. And then some people either they, they make excuses or in my case, I mean, that was a point in my life where I was trying to, I was working my way up a little bit, you know, maturing, thankfully. I mean, that was like, what, freshman year of college, I think? Yeah. Sophomore year of college. So, like, it's not like I was an idiot, you know? Like, I, I was already turning my life around for sure. Yeah. You know, but you were, you had that little, little... Teenage uh, like, angst. And you had that spark where you, you like to, you like to get into the, just kind of sit on the edge of that drama. Like, right. kind of poke poke at little places. I'll still poke to this day. But. I know. I love it. I see <laughs> it all the time. But yeah. when something like that happens and it's directed directly at somebody, yeah. most of the time, like people are just going to be like, oh, whatever, fuck this dude. To me, I'm like, well, shit, this kid's in the car scene. Like, yeah. shit, if he knew me, we'd be friends. Like, yeah. I, I uh, he just doesn't know that yet. And now here we are doing a podcast. Dude, like, and, I mean, it, like uh, to this day, I mean, I tell people that I'm grateful that you gave me a second chance because, and you know, some people might be like, oh, whatever. That's, you know, some soap opera bullshit. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but no, when you look at it from my perspective, right, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this guy could, uh, I mean, you could, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily destroyed my name, but think about how many people you could have talked to. A rumor could have easily spread because you're yeah. way well known. I would have like if you spread a rumor, for example, I probably would have never met like Tony Yost or whatever. Like in a, in a hypothetical yo mm -hmm. world, I almost said yo, <laughs> <laughs> damn last name. But but no, like think about how many people you knew compared to how many people I know today. You know, one single rumor. I mean, half of my friends would have vanished if this was like an alternate world. So I mean, 
there's a lot of value in that second chance. Yeah, and me. I and I think there's a lot of value in in with a lot of these younger kids that are trying to come up. So many people want to burn down the rest of the buildings. Yeah. So that there's the tallest one. Instead of building there's Abu Dhabi so, baby. No. Yeah. Like dude, why why not you don't have to crush everybody else or try to no. try to take jabs at other people to make yourself look better. Like if you work together with people and you find that you build those relationships, you're going to go so much further, which right. is, dude, what you're doing, you're crushing it. I mean, I'd like to think so. I'm trying. Yeah, dude. I mean, I've, I've watched it. I've watched the evolution over yeah. the years. And I mean, we've been, I wouldn't say we were close after that, but I was watching closely. Oh, you were just like, that. all right, let's see if I made a good call on this guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm all about that. I mean, dude, I hire, I hire all the time and I get, dude, I get the, I get the grungiest of the grungy dudes that are like, Hey, here's the deal. I can't do this. I can't do that. I've got drug felonies. I've got this. I've got a PO. I've got, you know, and like I, and that's why I don't ever have a job. It's cause I can't, nobody will work with me. And I'm like, dude, I've been there. I've been down that road. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I didn't get a second chance as far as from somebody specific, but uh, me being here is like a second chance. So, Right. Why not? You know, and now dude, some of the, one of the best dudes that I, I, I've got three core guys that I keep and then guys come and go and stuff. But like we bring in guys that are, have some fucked up pass. Yeah. And, and like recently fucked up and dude, they're awesome. They're great guys. And then when you work with them and they're, they're honest and they can be honest with me. Cause I'm like, dude, it's not going to affect your job here. Yeah. But what will affect it is anything that anyone else does. You start missing days or if you're not doing your part or right, then we got an issue. But so many people don't get that. Dude, some that. people it just takes that little nudge to realize like, oh, fuck, I got a second chance. I won't mess it up. Now, yeah. granted, I, I've got a few smacks as a child that I deserved. You know, <laughs> I, got, I got too many second chances. But but no, for some people in real adult life, like they're just like, all right, I, I see what's in front of me. And sometimes it takes more than one or two. But yeah. You know, but once that clicks There's a in lesson brain, to be learned there, though. I mean, that that's a huge lesson that these young people can learn like to, to stop trying to, you know, so many of them want to just, they want to be in that drama. And, and some of the stuff I found from kind of digging into some of these dudes that have done stuff like that, uh, that most people just let go. And sometimes it rubs me the wrong way or they say something wrong about me or my family or, or something. And like, I've gone in on some of them and, and dude, it changes how they look at things. And shit, if they can figure that out younger, because the internet's a dude, the internet's still a see. scary reality. Yeah. Of, or it's not. I mean, it's not. It, I, I don't even know how you how you explain that. It's not reality, but it's so many of these younger kids. It is their reality. I'll do. Yeah. And when you don't run the risk of getting punched in the face once in a while, like they get tough. They think they're little badasses, and they think they can bully people on. You know. Cause they get a TikTok video that goes viral about, you know, making fun of some chick that's fat. Like that's not cool. Right. You know? And, but then they're, they're not willing to take it down. They're not willing to change because they're like, well, shit, I got a million views on this. You know? And it's like, okay, but you're a piece of shit. Right. At what cost? Yeah. Yeah, And then you don't realize that until down the line, you know, and sometimes you can get lucky with it. Yeah. But sometimes some, some people make it like, like a living off of it. And you're going to be like, oh yeah, you're that guy. Yeah. You know, uh, I, this actually might've been a Frisilla episode where he was talking about like potentially going into the porn industry or whatever. You might remember this episode too. And it's like, well, I could have made my money off of that, but then I would be the porn guy. 
Right. You know, it's like, do you want to be that guy? I think I think it was Priscilla. I'm like 90 percent sure I was talking about. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I've heard that one. Well, no, because he was talking about carpet cleaning and then the potential. Like, I think he knew a guy that was in that industry. Ah, yep, I do. Yep. Now, dude, I listen to so many episodes. Yeah, because they started him and his dad, and maybe even his brother had started a carpet cleaning franchise. Right. And they went. They're trying to or something. Yeah. Yep. And then they went and the next morning before it was all signed and finalized, they canceled the whole thing. They decided. Yep. And they pulled the plug, and they're like, "Well, then we're just." Even if we're the best, we're just the carpet cleaning guys. Like right. They wanted to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, dude, I know some carpet cleaning guys that make fucking right, but that's hey, not what he wanted. To that's do. not what he right. wanted. Right? Yeah, yeah. They wanted to help people in and a now different look way. At what they've done, you know, dude, it's, it's bananas. Like, even even if you don't agree with everything, and I, I there's a few people. Like some people just think he's too intense. Yeah. I think you need that level of intensity because that's honestly what got me through after I left my business partner to create Whiplash. Because those six weeks, when I had to turn six months into six weeks, I mean, it was Priscilla every day in the morning, you know, on my way to the gym. And it's just like, all right, we got to crush it today. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that that's what happens when you don't have somebody to hold your hand. You got to find this virtual hand nowadays to like, because, you know, like maybe when you grew up or even when I was younger, right? Like you had mentors, you had coaches and sometimes, you know, for what you want to do, they don't, they don't fall out of the sky. So you got to search for them. And that's kind of like the beauty of podcasts. So I kind of, in a way, kind of took that on as mentorship for those like, you know, two months or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's what completely changed. I mean, my entire life. Was, yeah. For you, you too. Yeah, yeah. I found Andy's podcast. I had no idea. I'd never listened to a podcast in my whole life. Right. It's like, uh, what the fuck's a podcast? Yeah. I hear like some guys <laughs> talking. I'm like, are we, you're really listening to this? Like, you're supposed to be like, you're like a fucking we're like put some music on like what are we a hundred years yeah. old i was talking to brandon about that with the gallardo yeah, and he's yeah. like i listen to fucking music i'm like put on a podcast like you might not be your taste but find something yeah you know and dude it, it is it completely it changed the whole game for me and i he had the guy's truck that I jumped into was listening to andy and i'm like dude turn this garbage off like we're not i'm not listening to this shit yeah like, i'm not a hundred like i'd rather this is like talk radio <laughs> and then i heard andy drop an f-bomb and i'm like okay i'm listening hold on a minute did that dude just say what I think like because it's real yeah and then and then I started listening I'm like oh shit this dude's a badass like this dude's if this dude is anything so I started looking into him doing some research so I like Lambos I'm like okay I can get down with that I'm I want one someday you know and that's what I just I was like well what's the worst thing that could happen is if I just committed to I'll listen to every episode and I'll just do and live my life like he is he's doing some cool shit why can't I? Yeah. I mean, what's it going to hurt? You know? Right. And I mean, dude, it's in now, you know, obviously I've met him multiple times and, and like it's completely shaped my entire life and how I live my life every single day. And then you start finding the other people outside of like, you know, Andy and you find people that align with what he's doing. And then yeah. you find, you realize and, those and people you, are out there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's, there's not as many of them, but then when that becomes all you listen to and all you put, in and and i mean like dude i started reading books like i had never through all of high school up until i was what would i have been 31 years old i'd never read a book like a real book from front to back like the whole thing and i I didn't care i mean i I dropped out of high school i don't need to read books like it's not i figured it out like i don't need to read books and now it's like i enjoy reading books and they're i mean i have I probably have 200 books now Wow! and they're, you know, personal development books. And that's, you know, and some people are like, Ooh, woo, woo, Tony Robbins bullshit, you know, you right. Know, but then you look at the people that 
I surround myself with that are into that and their, their life is leveling up big time. And now, you know, dude, and you know, like I, they have jets and things, right. Like, that's a big deal. Like, yeah, that's where I want to be. So I'm going to do whatever the fuck they're doing. Cause that's where I want to be, you know? And yeah, it's, it's a game changer. Dude. Sometimes I look at myself and I, I know it isn't, but sometimes I'm like, I think it's a little bit of a sickness to always want better for yourself. It's like, can you be complacent every once in a while? But then I'm just like, I tried being complacent for a day or two. And I'm like, you know what? This fucking sucks. You know, right. like, okay, what's next? Yeah. Cause I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people talk about the balance, you know, cause there, there, there is something to be said about balance. I don't because, believe in it. Right. It's, it's super hard, <laughs> yeah. but now like I have a wife and two kids. Right. So now all of a sudden balance to me means something totally different. Cause I used well, to priorities. Work. Yeah. Right. And, but there, you can't have, like, you need to be a hundred percent when you're with your wife and you're doing date night. Like, you need to make that a priority. Which is awesome, by the way. I yeah, see you guys we, posting about we that. We try to. We've made that a thing that we just yeah. do it once. Setting a week. the standard, I like yeah. it. And it's hard because you we've got kids and we've got work and businesses and all that. Oh, and, a million things. Yeah, and there's all so the many excuses times in the world. There's something we could be doing that makes more sense. You would think. But dude, it's completely changed everything about my marriage, and yeah. and it's just by making date night. Like, dude, we like hanging out with each other, but taking and doing that and making it like, all right, it's now Friday. We've got tonight and we got tomorrow night. So one of these two nights, we are going out for date night. Dude, I died like, laughing when she put on her story. Your wife when she put he just put me on his fucking calendar. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I because you have to like you have to. Yeah, you have to. You and, can look at and, that two ways. It's your dedication, or you could be offended. And she looked at it as a dedication. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but it had to give me some shit. Well, of course, because she's going like she really you had to put me in your calendar. Right. And it's like well shit if you wanted that time. I did have to put you in my calendar because I was I'm busy as shit, and then I remember and I can prioritize it and I have 23 alerts that are gonna go off in the next two days to remind me so that I don't. I gotta start up. doing that. Yeah, it is, dude. It's a game changer that, and then and then, but then also like when you're spent, and I still have to work on this. These phones are a fucking nightmare, but they're also such a powerful tool. But the scrolling aimless scrolling and my wife and I talk about it all the time and we work on it and then it gets worse again and then it gets but always trying to work on like when I'm with my kids actually engage be yep, there yep so like when they say balance it's like no it's you need to be given 100 110 percent at each thing you're doing and then when it's my time with my kids it needs to be at 110 percent when it's my time with my wife I need it, that's my time with my wife now if I commit to going and doing a, um, a senior photo shoot for someone like that's what I'm doing while I'm there and kind of living in that moment and right. dude, we all need to i i don't know anybody that's perfect at it you know no no such thing yeah but striving to be is is a huge i mean dude it's massive like i mean today we've we've been dicking around for like four hours four hours yeah you know but like my wife said, goes. she she knows that this is what i we're doing today this is yeah. what i was doing this afternoon and you know she made some bomb ass dinner that i Miss, which well, it'll be ready when you come in. I, I get like, those every once in a while, dude. Like I'm probably missing out on something too. Don't worry. Actually, no. My parents are on a diet right now. Uh, never mind. Oh, you got agave tonight. You're, I got agave. Yeah, you're golden, like, dude. It, it, it's a good dude, and I love that chicken, dude. I, I it's the only thing I get now. Like and now, like even though I'm uh, no longer on my transformation challenge, it's still what I order. I always used to get the tacos, and dude, the tacos are bomb. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I haven't had them for a long time. But this chicken, it hits different, man. I'm telling you. Yep. Yep. That's what. Uh, yeah, when I did like 75 hard, if yep. I ever ate there, 
it could stay in my macros because I've always done pretty low carb. And then now it's been like two and a half months or whatever it's been. Now I got to get back on it, get back on something. Get a Dude, I've turned it into a lifestyle. I mean, granted, I mean, I still, you know, cheat a decent amount. Like I, I within reason though. Yeah. Like before, like, you know, like, I mean, we, me and my brother, like that's sitting behind me here. We, we go to Joey Nova's and we'll smash an extra large together. No problem to this day. I've never been there. Dude, I got to take you on it. The pizza's good. People are great. Yeah. And so I've heard, I mean, I've seen with Kelly and stuff like, yeah. And, and I've had the, they always cater in to like some of the rallies. Yeah. And stuff. To crown, they do some stuff Yeah, and some so, other rallies. So I've too, had maybe. some of the, I've had some of it, but I've never actually even been there. So I'll have to, I'll have to get out there and. Yeah, well, Gary isn't there often anymore. I should actually get him on the podcast one of these days, but he's one of the few people that's like busy, busy. Yeah, uh, I yeah, but he he's not at Joy Nova's often anymore. I think he's like helping out elsewhere for the time being, but then he still pops in. But yeah, one of the most genuine, awesome people. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, that's uh, that is one thing too. Like in the car scene, is that you get there's a lot of that. You know, like really good people. There's a lot of kind of clowns in it too for sure but they're you gotta pick up the nose give it back yeah yeah they're genuinely it's i i do think there's a lot of drama in our car scene we stay kind of just out of all that but try to at least try to yeah yeah unless we're roped into it you know sometimes you just get roped into it for no reason yep especially when it starts to involve you know he said she said and something and you know like sometimes you just have to make a stand it's like all right let's correct this yep and then you know we also you know uh, part of our our little seven one five team is uh it, you know likes to do burnouts and does killer burnouts. I know very, you guys are very safely and very well. You guys are very good at it. Yeah, but but Bud's really good. He's really good at doing burnouts. He's pretty fucking good at that. Yeah, he's had a lot of practice. I mean, he's done like twenty something sets of tires on that car. Um, oh, at least. Yeah, but and we're, but we're careful with where we do it, when we do it, who it's in front of, who's around. If we're one of the first groups out. We're not going to set the, st- we don't want to set the standard for that, but when it makes sense or when other people are like, dude, get out there and you know, let her eat. Like that's kind of, especially like for me, when I had the guard, that was always the kids knew that that was like something like it had line locks in it. You could yeah. just dump the clutch and burn the tires forever. And so that was like, if a kid comes up, like, do a burnout. You know, you kind of look and it's like, okay, well, we got a cop right here. Let's dude, think dude, about the, it. Dude, the kid said to do a burnout. We're going to do a damn burnout. <laughs> and, but then, you know, you get some of the people that are hosting the events and I get it. I completely get yeah. it. And that's why we do try to make sure it's either on a public street, you know, outside of the event to where it's not on. You won't get anyone you know, in trouble. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And like, yeah, you try not to. that first, uh, what was that team stance out? Yeah. Is that the Buck Hill one? Buck Hill. Yep. Yeah. I think we were the first people to host stuff at Buck Hill. Maybe some of the older guys might've done it before, but I don't know. Yep. And yeah. I had gone up and I think that was when it was with, when it was you and me and Doug back Doug. in the day. Yep. Yeah. Back yeah, yeah. in the day. And I remember I, we had gone out there and I had my Gardo and, and yeah, you ripped, what was it? Donuts? I think. Yeah. And he, had, and it was like towards the end, everyone was, you know, pretty much the cars had done their rollout. Yeah, and kids had, loved it. Yeah. And he had asked me and Doug had asked me, he's like, Hey dude, yeah, could you do, I mean, could you do something for, you know, there's a bunch of kids out here and I'm like, yeah, what do you want? Like you do whatever you want. I write yeah. your name on the street. If you'd like, what do you, <laughs> what should we do? And he's like, yeah, just, if you want to do a donut or something like, and I'm like, are you sure? Cause I don't want anyone getting in trouble. And so dude, he's like, yeah, hell yeah. We put this thing together and it's out on the street. 
go for it, you know? So we did that. And then, oh man, by the time I got home, my inbox was just blown up and yeah. there was posts on, I don't know, one of the car club things. And this is what dumbasses get car shows shut down for. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. oh yeah. I think I remember some of that. Yeah. You know, it was just a bunch of drama. And I get it. Some people I assume, and I, you know, most of the time the assumptions are right. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, when it comes to like takeovers and stuff, then that's a whole nother breed of stupid. But, but yes, at the same time, yeah. I also kind of get it. Like in the, in the right scenario, I can, I can kind of almost accept it. Yeah. You know, especially when it's asked for and we wait usually till the end to leave and it's, but now what you don't want to do is do that and then have, you know, the, the 19 year olds. No offense back there to the, the younger bunch, but, you know, have them pull out and try to do something similar and don't have a fucking idea what they're oh, doing. Oh, dude, I think after you... smoke a curb. Yeah. Or, or, you know, or a person, even worse, and then you get an event shut down completely. Yeah. Um, well, it depends. Like, I think after you rip the Band-Aid, or not the Band-Aid, the lid off of the burnout, I think we had two or three after that, and some of them were just like, well, we, we didn't say you can do it. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but then they don't know that we they don't gotten, know, yeah. But some of them were bad too. It's like really you call that you call that a burnout. You, you almost took that kid's head off, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we had we had some good times at that show. Uh, and that's one of the things I'm going to be bringing back with Whiplash. I will be hosting shows. Uh, you know, ideally, I'd love to host something similar to like uh, Proving Grounds. And what's the other one? Uh, uh, uh there's the Proving big... Grounds, and then the um, dude, I I, 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 I don't know why I'm blanking on it. Yeah, I, I know. Just... Yep. But yeah, uh, st- stuff like that would be kind of cool, you know. Obviously, not to replace them or anything. I'm power cruise, power cruise. That's what it yeah. was. Like those kind of events are sweet too. Uh, I'd love to do stuff like that in the future. Like yeah. really, dude, I just want to be the biggest brand for car enthusiasts, you know. And, and uh, in a lot of different ways, I'm starting to stutter, dude. It's getting bad. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but like you know, that was one of the things that I wanted to really do with Whiplash. Even before I left Venom, it was supposed to be a magazine podcast, Hoonigan sort of thing, you know, stuff for car enthusiasts. And I'm kind of start, starting to bring that back. So maybe I'll do stuff like that in the future. But the car shows I want to bring back for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, and we don't make it to a ton of car shows. Not there's anymore. So many. There's a lot too. You know, and, and it kind of gets to where, I, mean, I don't know, you kind of. You've seen uh, everything. Yeah. I get burnt out from them. I don't do yeah. the, you know, I love, especially if there's one that there's a, it's got a good meaning or there's something or there's someone that is in town or there's some kid that, you know. Like I, I'm much more inclined to go out and do a kid that's got cancer and go do something right for that. Not just another car show. Just, just another car show. Yeah. But still, I mean, I love, we love getting out to some of them and, and going to them and, and yeah. Yeah. Seeing the cars. And I mean, we've got some insane cars locally. Yeah. I mean this, the whole community, I mean, has a lot of, and a wide variety too. You know, too. I think we got a really good variety here for sure. I mean, we do have a lot of clubs here in Minnesota. When you think about it. some of them, you know, n- not my favorites, but it's it's okay. You yeah, know, we have a large variety, and that's what matters. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's a lot of them that are very good at at bringing a lot of people together. Yeah, as one, as one kind of group, you know. And there's always going to be those little little bits of drama between them, but. I think it's, I, we just try to stay away from as much of that as we can. Most of the time you're able to escape it unscathed. Yeah. Yep. And there's not, I mean, yeah, you start getting into like the takeovers and all that stuff. I think that's, I mean, that's what ruins it. Yeah. Some guys do it right though. Like, uh, for example, like I was talking to some street racers and some of those guys do it really well, really right. You know, they try to avoid as much trouble as they can keep people out of danger, but then he gets on these, you know, idiots that just 
cause trouble for the sake of causing trouble. Yeah, I think. we're shutting down like, you know, bridges and and like tunnels. On, yeah, and doing the you know the intersection I, I, takeovers I, yeah. and stuff. Uh, to me, it's just not it, right. Right, and you're putting a lot of people at risk. And I was, dude, we used to street race back in the day. Yeah, that was our jam. We, you know, that was back in the red back Rock in the days. Honda days. Yeah, and dude, we go out and. That's what we do, and we'd go street race till two, three, four in the morning. We'd go do runs from, um, uh, from the outer loop out to St. Cloud and back, and like, dude, you get some big. It was fun. It was a good time, but everything was different, dude. The groups were smaller. The people were much better drivers because yeah. to have to a higher powered car, it took a lot more. You yeah. couldn't you couldn't go get finance for a seven hundred horse car and just boop, 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 drive off the lot yeah and just go fucking send those cars twenty six percent APR baby let's yeah, do it yeah but dude but <laughs> I can make three months payments like what's up like that and it gets wild you know it gets nuts how yeah I mean for not very much you can have a very fast dangerous car dude it's gonna be wild in like even 10, 15 years because like, like think about it right now people are buying like. Old Camaros, you know, for like fifteen or pre-COVID, like you know, fifteen hundred, three thousand <laughs> bucks, you know, three four hundred horsepower. They're ripping it, you know. Throw a little, like a small, like modification, you're good to go, dude. Imagine Hellcats imagine twenty years from now. Well, they're all gonna be crashed. That's yeah. the main thing. Is that it's any, gonna trickle down? Yeah, I mean, they're gonna be smacked up because, dude, they they have way too much power. Yeah, they're dude. Overpowered. I remember the first time I drove one, I blipped the throttle. Granted, now I could drive it a lot better, and yeah. especially the red eyes. Those, I mean. Dude, say what you want about Hellcats, and I've driven well handling cars before, but those those red eyes, for what they are, I think they did a good job on the handling. I, well, Bud could probably attest to that too. Dude, Bud, I've been on a track with Bud, and it's one of the scariest things uh, you can do in your life. I've also rallied what be with, with Bud on a track? Yeah, yeah, in the <laughs> car. I mean, we were up a four eighty eight piece that like we were one foot from his bumper. Like we needed to go around him. Oh, is this at that? Uh, this was at one of the road courses. For on a crowd. Was, was it Road or, America? It was two years ago. Or no, maybe it was the first rally of I don't even remember which it was one of the one of the courses that we went to. Yeah. Um it was nuts, dude. And that was like those are like the fun laps. Those are like the lead follow laps. And it was just getting rowdy. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the car handles insane for what you wouldn't is. expect it for a no, forty five hundred pound car. On twenty twos. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was insane. And then I rallied with um Dude, that's probably three years ago. I rallied with Adam Mueller. Yeah. When he yep. had his purple demon. Yep. Dude, I was in my Gallardo. I could not even get near him in the corners. And he had big, fat rear tires on it. Yep. Big, squishy rear tires. I couldn't even get near him. He's a, That dude's an animal. Dude, that guy. An absolute Talk about animal. passion. Like a pure passion for that hobby. I mean, everything that he does. Yeah, and then so, remember, and then his twin turbo R eight. Yeah, and then he looped that thing over on the freeway or whatever it happened. Get yeah. on, and and then now he's got like forty seven thousand horse Vipers, and it's nuts. He's yeah, I think it's incredible. But yeah, I rallied with him when he had that demon. Yeah, and dude, there was no you couldn't. And he, and he has wife with him. My wife and his wife, you know, they chatted, and and my wife is back there, completely losing her mind. Uh, you know, holding on to everything, screaming the whole time. And I'm doing everything in my power, even in like the the sharp, windy turns. I couldn't touch him. I was in a Gallardo on 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 tires. Like the car's made to do yeah. this. And it was a rally car. He's kicking that thing sideways, and he just just dude 
Dude, that guy's that car, a like, car guy. Like, I, I learned a little bit about his past. He's a driver, uh, too. He's a driver. I mean, yep. dude, that guy, there's no better way to put it than that. That's his passion. I mean, that, that's what he was born to do was to race the shit out of cars. He does a good job of it. Yeah. And he's always setting the bar. He, he likes he, to be low key. I mean, he, he doesn't like to put his name out there either that much either. No. Yeah. He's super, a smoke bar. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he stays low key. He's a good dude. I've, uh, yeah, we've been friends for years and, and he's, I only recently met him in person finally. Cause you know, uh, again, it's kind of like what you do. Like, you know, the photographer's always hitting you up like, Hey man, let's go shoot. And you know, I, I think I had enough, you know, background with him to where he's like, okay, I'll give this guy a shot. And that, that that's how I met arrow too, by the way. Um, Hudson Huracan, you know, yep. like, you know, it's like, all right, let's see if this guy's sketchy because some of these photographers, most of them are good, but you get some of these nut jobs or not even nut jobs, just guys who haven't fully uh, figured it out yet, I yeah. guess. Yeah, no, and it's in, but you don't, you also notice them. I mean, you get to be where you recognize, you know, and you get to know, like when you're in the scene for a little while, who's who. Yeah. It's know? easy and to read everyone's people. Got, yeah. Everyone's kind of got a little as bad as that sounds, but everyone's got a little bit of a rank, you know, and you yeah. know who's, and you know who to hit up for, you know, what do you need? You need some super dope high end video work. Well, dude, I sent everybody to Jason, to Jason Chun. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, dude, I, he's actually going to be uh, doing South with GPP next year. I'm, I'm having both of them. Cause again, I, I want to have, dude, if it was up to me, I'd get all the people I envy, you know, to come out. But you know, you only have so much of a budget sometimes. Right. You right. know, who, who takes yeah, the run of that? Yeah, and watching like what Golden Peaks has done and what those guys. Oh, where he came from, yeah. Yeah. And then Josh Way. Um, yep. And I didn't, I don't remember what, there was something early on. Um, I don't remember if it was, I don't even know, but like Josh and I just didn't really, I don't know, we didn't really chat and we, it just always seemed like there was kind of something we hadn't really talked and. Uh, and then we did some rallies and stuff. And then, dude, I did a podcast with like I, I love that dude. Yeah, such a good dude. And then to he's watch really where, cool. Once you talk to him some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I don't know what it even. I don't know if anything had ever happened or we just didn't cross paths or whatever. And but yeah, watching what they're doing and 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 then to see the different cars that they work with and and get to the opportunity to go shoot with and yeah. I think he's a delicate balance of reserved and outgoing. Cause like he's reserved at first. I mean, at least in my experience. Right. Mm-hmm. But then like, once you get him going, like you dude, you see this guy's like passionate for what he does. You know, like I remember the first time I met him, he, he invited me out to, uh, I think it was like a Dunbros or whatever. And dude, nice. like once you get him going on a certain topic, like, okay, you see this guy's like genuinely passionate. He just, you know, just trying to, yeah. Yeah. Know. We did a, we did a podcast, uh, at his house, I went out there. We did some photos. Yeah, we did a, it was like Shutter Speed Media or whatever what yeah. they were trying to do back then. Yep, yep. And uh, dude, it was awesome. I loved t- chatting with him. And um, yeah, I love anybody in the car scene that's trying to do things for the right reason. Like right. Mo, you know, yeah. what Mo does. I got to have him on soon too. Yeah, Mo's, a, Mo's awesome. I, so many of them are such good, such good, good dudes. And right. we got our little YouTube group that I try to keep. Minnesota YouTubers I Union. Keep, I try to keep you keep it rolling. I, I'll be back on it soon as well. I try to engage every so often, but it's hard dude, don't do when it. there's so many. You know, and yeah. the message block gets just stacked full, and then it's like, oh shoot, and then you forget something. And I've gotten real good with just letting people know, like, dude, I go through my DMs and like, I there's a lot of times I do see people's stuff, but like, if it's paragraphs of stuff, like I don't always read them. Depends on the person. I'll, I'll skim. 
Yeah. It depends yep. on the day. Yep. And if it's now, if it's someone, you know, that I know and that I'm, you know, my homies, like, yeah. Well, I also know not to send you a paragraph, right? Like, I, I because like, again, I, not to say that you won't read it, but I'm like, he's got other shit going on. I'm not going to give him a fucking yeah, book. Yeah, then we're, we're going, we just go back and forth quick. Straight, and, to, straight to the point, you yeah. know, like, uh. I think like I even messaged Danny. I, I feel bad for texting Danny sometimes because I'm like, all right, he's got stuff going on. I'm texting him on a weekend, but I need this answer. You know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, Danny's I, a complete savage too. Dude, I've been watching his uh, Instagram. Like he's getting on the grind. Dude, yeah. That, that dude's yeah. gonna be the Incredible Hulk. Just and watch. he was he was shredded before. He's, he's I think gone. he posted that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he okay. has. He's talked about it. Um, and we've got so for people listening um, that don't know. So Danny is my business partner uh, in two two ventures. So we own Boss Level Merch together. Yep. And so we do custom merch. Danny literally completely, um, I have a lot to say on the back end of it, uh, but Danny uh, has, he runs the production side and we've got a production manager and stuff, but Danny completely crushes it um, with Boss Level Merch. And then we also have Built by Battle together. And it's been awesome because we've been able to now grow it to a point where when stuff like whiplash comes out with the rallies and stuff like that, we're able to, you know, I'm excited to put the, I don't know if you saw, I put the pre-orders up. So I'm going to be order, putting the, placing the order next Monday, hopefully for the full sold out 100 hoodies. We'll find out if we sell out on that, but sweet limited edition or whatever. And dude, uh, the design that he sent me for the built by battle shirt at first, I didn't like it, but then I, I wore it and I just fell in love with it. It's my favorite one to take to the Is it gym the one with the yellow with the, the yellow and the skulls and everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we, we go back and forth because so Danny and I, that's one thing. So Danny's from, you know, uh, small town, Illinois. Right. That's where our shop is. If we have a physical, you know, brick and mortar, full production facility, we've got warehousing. Um, I was never, I never wanted to do shirts. I didn't care about a merch company. Right. But I started working with Danny to do my merch and I was treated so well. How did you guys meet? Uh, dude, we met through, uh, through social media somewhere. Okay. And then I don't remember, oh God, we just had talked about this too, but um, I had done a podcast. He had a podcast. I got on his podcast. He had seen something I did or heard something and he reached out. We got talking. I'm missing a super important part. I can't remember. There was something else that was like. <laughs> There's pretty, been a long night. Yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, so we, we started talking and then uh, I wanted to do merch. Well, he, I kind of told him an idea and all of a sudden he sends me like, like a mock-up of like on a shirt. I'm like, shit, dude, that's it. He's like, what do you mean? I said, that's it. That's exactly what I want. He's like, well, it's like my first, I said, that's it. I want that. That's yeah. sick. That's, I want that. And, uh, he was kind of trying to explain to me, you know, how merch worked and all this. I'm like, no, dude, I'm gonna sell the shit out of it. Everybody says they want it, you know? Uh, so I want to place an order. He's like, okay, that's cool. But just so you know, like he was explaining, so I don't, I don't care. I want to place an order. And dude, we, I ended up spending like three or four grand, uh, over the course of like two or three orders and like literally didn't sell anything, like nothing sold, like, like none of it. That's, that's my biggest fear right now. Yeah. So like <laughs> nothing sold and, but Danny took such good care of me as a customer. Right. So I thought he owned the company. Well, then it comes to find out he was working for somebody else. And then he's like, Hey dude, he reached out. He's like, Hey, can I, we had become good friends. We'd been at a working relationship for a couple of years and dude, he always, did took really good care of me. And I'm like, well, I didn't want a t-shirt company. Like I didn't give a shit about that. I just wanted my t-shirts, my shirts done. And then, uh, he had reached out and he's like, Hey, can I ask you some personal questions and some kind of 
I'm in a little bit of a bind and, and there were some things not very proper going on with the company he had worked for. And he was yeah. kind of, and I could see real quickly he was getting taken advantage of and he was going to, he was about to get shit on by someone else. And I'm like, well, dude, what do you, what, what can we do? I'm like, well, what's up with the business? Let's buy it. Let's buy the whole thing. And instantly I'm like, dude, I'll put you, we'll be 50, 50. Well, let's, let's do this. I, I don't know how to run this. I, I don't want to know how to make t-shirts. Yeah. But I know that you're a, Good ass dude, and if you could take care of me, if you could take care of our customers, fifty percent of how you took care of me the last two three years, like, do we'll crush it with this? And yeah. then it turned into like then with the passion. He's, I mean, do we have, we have so much in common? But then you talk about designs. When it comes to des- design work, me and his style, I'm super simplistic. Like I want, I want like the modern, simple. So was that your idea? The text ones that just dropped. Yeah, so that so okay. we've talked and and I do like some of the I like the stuff he's doing too and I think there's a market for that. But I like, think a little bit of both will do great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then having like a basically like a minimalist drop. Some people like that. Yeah, dude. And that's so I look at what I would wear. I'd right. wear that shit. And like the freedom shirt, that your smile is dope. We had all that shit going on with the school. I almost got that one, but I, I just couldn't see myself wearing it. Dude, it was cool. That's like my favorite shirt. Yeah. And I'm debating was, it still. And then we've got some we've got some other huge plans. Like we want to do some kind of edgy stuff, but not under our own brands. You know what I mean? Like having, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm tracking. Yeah, because there is some stuff that I'd like to put out, but it's not something that I would put out as my. I like to keep my stuff. I'm open about my keep it beliefs. separated. Don't yeah. I'm I'm open about my beliefs and how I feel on all that, but I'm also not. That's not the only way. I know that other people feel differently, and that's okay too. I don't care. I said some of my best friends are completely for the vaccine and they want masks and they want booster shots and they think that's the government's helping them and they're healthy. And, and I'm over here like y'all are fucking nuts, but you're my friends and I still do. We're still cool. right. You we're just appreciate the views. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, we don't, I don't care. We're still good friends. And then when they do get COVID vaccinate all their shit, like I'm the first person like, what can I do to help you? Here's what happened when yeah. I had COVID. Here's why here's the team player across the board. That, yeah, that's dude. what it is. And like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't want you to, you know, I'm not gonna be, ah, you got COVID and you're vaccinated. Like, that's not how I feel. I don't right. want anybody to get it. This shit sucks ass. It's real. How it's all being handled. I think is bullshit, but that, that doesn't matter. That doesn't change the fact that it's not real. Yeah. yeah. You can argue about that all day long. Some, right. some people die on that sword. <laughs> right. Yep. And so to me, like having that, and, and I don't know where in the world this conversation went off of, you know, talking with, T-shirts, with to, t-shirts to COVID. But, yeah. yeah. But that was, uh, that's been a, that's been a crazy thing is having this. Cause now we've got, I've got my businesses here and then we've got this brick and mortar like business. I've never, I've never like, dude, I didn't even, I had never even met Danny. We were, I don't know, four months into production. Like we were running, we had a legit business together. I'd never even seen our facility. I'd never been there once. I'd never met Danny in person. But you did it based off of the service level that he gave you yep. and the relationship you've built. Yep. And then the and then the the relationship we built together and I felt, you know, I went with my gut on it and, you know, my wife's a very good judge of character, way better than I am because I give everybody a lot of chances. Uh and even she's like, Yeah, this is she's like, I, I don't know if I'd I'm like, do you really want to put a bunch of money into something you don't I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I, I believe in him and I do think we can, we can do something big with it. And, and I think we, st- and I know we will, and it's already, I mean, we're crushing it, but I can't, know. I can't wait to put my first thousand piece order one day with you Dude, guys. 
that 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 that's my next big goal. I don't know how it's gonna happen. I just dude, ninety percent of what I do, it it's just constant leap of faith after after leap of faith. I but with confidence. Yeah, yeah, you know? and dude, and just setting up like I'm a I'm a huge proponent. Like you could see, well, there's a that black Gallardo, that little model. I got a black Gallardo up there. That thing sat on my desk when I just had one little tiny desk in here, and like dude, we were doing. I mean, we were barely breaking a hundred grand a year. Yeah. And I'm like, someday I'm going to be able to look out this window. I'd sit right at that window. I'd look down and I'd be like, someday. Dude. And I so still, like these flags, yeah. I got a Ferrari, Maserati and a Lambo flag. Those flags have been up before I've had a Maserati, before I had any of it. Yeah. Put those up right away when I moved in. Cause I'm like, I will have those cars in here. And that's been my, like, I just talk about, it. I've talked about it for years, you know, and I always took shit when I'd say it. You know, oh, dude, I'm I'm kind of like in that boat right now because, like, you know, again, 22, like, yeah, sure, you'll own that. You know, I and at the end of the day, I I know that I'm just gonna put in the work. I don't really, I I think I'm mature enough to not care, but yeah, I I can't find it in my heart to take Grady's GTR off my desktop. I can't. I've yeah. tried to. I've taken a lot of good fucking photos since last year's shoot, but well, maybe I'll have a new one to put on there after tonight. Oh, maybe, dude. I don't know that that standing behind when when I got hit with all the dust, like I remember the feeling when that thing exploded in my face, I'm dude, there's gotta be an innuendo and in, somewhere in there. Um, <laughs> oh God. I smell TikTok. Um, yeah, there it goes. But <laughs> I don't care. It exploded in my face. Oh yeah. All over. Uh, but dude, when I, when all the <laughs> dust went into my face and everything it still doesn't sound good. Does it? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. But anyways, uh, it, it, it was crazy. And I, I, I'm remember, I just can't get it off my desktop. Maybe, but GTR has always been it for me. I always thought it was a fanboy car. I, I remember talking to one JDM guy. He's like, ah, it's a fan. It's overrated. But I've, I've put probably 2,000 miles on G- two, between two GTRs in the past three years. I, I don't know why people keep letting me drive their cars, but... Uh, it's sweet. Huh? It's sweet. It's sweet, dude. Yeah. But I, again, I mean, uh, if I have to take out a bank loan to fix your bumper, if you were to let me borrow the Lamborghini, I'll, I'll figure it out somehow. I right. mean... Uh, I don't and know. Grady's car is like, dude. I mean, it's literally it's my. I'd be favorite. scared to drive that thing. I hate having that car. So like, when he's had it cleaned and it's been over here, yeah, I hate it. I hate every second of it. I just picture something happening or like a dog coming up and like scratch. I just picture all the worst things. Like it, I don't. It's stressful. Stresses me out having it here. And like he's been like, yeah, dude, can you just pick it up from full blown for me while you're over there? No. If like, it was mine, that'd be one thing. But it's somebody else's, dude. I'd have a heart attack. Right, like, that I can car drive, I would. I can drive my cars around. I can drive, uh, but dude, if it's not mine, I don't care whose it is. Well, even, you don't have a two-year waiting list for Lamborghini parts, like you would have on his. Like, dude, if if I oh, fucked yeah. up your bumper, okay, we could figure it out. It's gonna cost right. me a lot. But waiting, waiting like f- for that to get custom built and all that, dude. That that's all. That's yeah. that goes beyond money. So yeah, that like, car is so. That's I mean, that's literally like it's perfect. It's like my favorite car. Yeah. For sure. Like you put, if I had to keep a car, have a car, you could damn near put, oh, that'd be pushing it. Yeah, that'd be pushing I was going to use the F40 and, and that. But if I had to actually drive around, a car, like Grady's car is so perfect. See, that I want to say I get excited about the F40 and I do, but not. I feel like I have to be in one to, to really, because like, again, I didn't appreciate the GTR until I drove one. Yeah. So it's like, I... You know, that, and that's one thing that me and my dad always agree on. It's like, oh, cool, this guy's got a Bugatti. It's not my fucking Bugatti, you know? Yeah. I I, I don't know. I mean, that's part of maturing. Ed Grady's is so... I love the yawn. I know. We're going to wrap it right. up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like... Let's do a Minnesota goodbye. Oh, man. It's, it's nine, nine already? Yeah, dude. It's past my bedtime. No, I'm yeah. kidding. But almost.
Well, you uh, you wake up at five too, don't you? Five or yeah, six. Yeah, I'm usually up. Yeah, pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's both our bedtimes then, almost. Yeah, and then I get. I usually lay in bed for a little while and then. At a boy. Yeah. Yep. That's the real luxury. Just oh. five minutes of being in bed before the day starts with yep. all the problems. Yep. And then it all all falls apart. Yep. So well, sweet dude, this was awesome. I'm glad you guys are able to come out and i'm glad this worked out let's hope i actually saved the fucking podcast without deleting it on accident all right well, have well, you done next that? monday i'll be back no have i haven't done, done it yet okay sweet Hopefully so far so good we'll, we'll find out in five seconds but awesome dude i mean i'm sure we'll do some more in the future i i feel like a lot of people will be regulars on this you know given certain time constraints and all that but yeah dude i love quit yawning back there uh but <laughs> little ninja he can hear you yeah uh, but no, dude, I appreciate having you on. I'm glad we finally made it happen. There's more to come. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Till next time. Yep, have a good one later. Later.